The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Welcome to the world famous Jonesy and Brown show. That man is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. Uh, good to be back with you guys, man. Good to yeah. be back with you guys. Um, we wanted to do a show last week for the start of the NFL playoffs, but then we realized our, our team wasn't playing. Like, the hell do we, we had a bye week. What the hell do we need to do a, a wild card preview show for when the team we cover, the team we love, the team we cheer for ain't playing, bruh? Yeah, man. I, I enjoyed the bye week. Exactly. Took some time, got healthy. Let's watch these teams uh, beat up on each other, and then we'll jump in when the real playoffs start. The divisional rounds, not the wild card. We we don't do wild cards are for suckers, man. I say that this year. <laughs> last, last year I wasn't saying that. This year, wild cards are for suckers, man. Wild cards are for clowns, man. Uh, but, um, look, man, our Philadelphia Eagles. Couple things, though, real quick before okay. we hop into the Eagles, because once right. we get Eagles, you know we're not going nowhere that but true. Eagles. That so. is true. What you got, man? Cu- couple things. Have you? Is it just me, mm-hmm. or does the cockroach population seem to be increasing? <laughs> the lights are on. Is, is that you know what, what it happens? Is? You know what happens when the lights are on. Somebody just turned the lights on. Yeah, and all someone the... just turned the lights on, so you go see them. They're out. Okay. Is that that's all it is? What do you, you What know. do you see? You see a lot of roaches. One one road playoff win in thirty years, and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everybody wants to get real chesty and. Uh, we're the Super Bowl. Like you, you. If I if, if I show you a map a, of the United uh, States, can you point out Dallas? That's what I want to ask him. Just the like, unlabeled map. I just want you to point out the city. If you can do that, I'll accept your fandom. Shout out to friend of the show, Toot the Barber, who called this weekend's Dallas Forty ers <laughs> game. The VCR Bowl. I saw that. I was going to bring that one up. So shout out. That was one of the sure. that was yo, Shout out. Shout out to Toot. Because <laughs> that was quite frankly one of the funniest things I seen on on the internet <laughs> or social media this week. But yeah, at least the 49ers I, have been to a couple Super Bowl, couple yeah. Super Bowls since the nineties. The Forty Niners. They went been, with Kaepernick. Didn't they the 40, lose one with Jimmy G too? Yes. Yeah, they won with Kaepernick. They lost with Kaepernick. They lost with Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. But they Alex have been... Smith got them to a championship game. Yeah. So they've Dallas at least Cowboys, been relevant. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys fans. And, and this is what brings me, honestly. I'm going to say this, and I understand it that 
75% of the world is going to say I'm full of crap for saying this. But I only care about the 25% that know that, that this is fact. Philadelphia Eagles fans are the best fans in the NFC East. They're the best, hands down. It's not some of the best fans in the league. Yes, only some a of the best fans, fans in the league. If you're only a couple me, fan bases you can compare to the Eagles fan base. Like All those other- Bills fans are real fans. But I'll never it. disrespect the Bills fans. Those are real I, fans. I, I get it. I, I got no. I got no beef with Bills fans. I got no qualm with Bills fans. That might change. I, at the I'm Eagles not saying they're Eagles fans, but yeah. I respect their fandom. I got no. You know? I have no beef with Bills fans. I got no beef with Chiefs fans. Nope, I got no beef with Chiefs fans. You know? There are a couple of res- yeah. couple of respectable fandoms around the league. I, I got the no Eagles beef. are definitely no one of them. Yeah. But let me let me let's 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 get into trash fan trash fan bases real quick. Because you talk about the Dallas Cowboys and how they just feeling themselves. And they just look for any reason to legitimize them feeling themselves, no matter how how delusional it is. They win their one little role playoff game, first little role playoff win in like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they look Dallas fans always believe that they are the team to beat. Everything that you go through. Everything that you go through with Dallas Cowboys fans comes back to the fact that Dallas fans truly believe in their heart of hearts, no matter who they are, no matter where they live, no matter what, you know, what else they believe. Dallas Cowboys fans always believe no matter what they are the team to be. That's what it comes down to. And they win their little role playoff game. First little role playoff winning what? 30 30 years. years about. 30 years. Mm-hmm. Since 93. 30 years. So, yeah, almost 30, 30 years exactly. That's not – Dallas Cowboys – one, Dallas Cowboys fans would not let anybody else brag on something like that. If this is your first whatever in mm-hmm. 30 years, Dallas Cowboys fans are not, not letting you give you – they're not letting you pat yourself on the back for that. But no, therefore, no they, you know, but now, you know well, – yeah. Hey, Dallas Cowboys are back. America's team. America's team. America's but, team. Big D. Big D. But yeah, in the, Big D. But we do also have to remember we're talking about the same delusional fan base that literally says they're going to the Super Bowl every year, every no year matter what they, their roster is built like. They truly believe that they are the team to beat. That's mm-hmm. why every time – that's why one of the first things you hear Cowboys fans say, when your team, no matter what your team is, when you beat the Cowboys, what does Dallas Cowboy fans say? Oh, why y'all acting like this is y'all Super Bowl? This is mm-hmm. y'all Super Bowl. Because – why? Because Dallas Cowboys fans think they're the team to beat. So when you beat them, they – fit. They feel like you should feel like it's an accomplishment. That's what they do. That's mm-hmm. why they're annoying. That's why you don't mess with them. That's why they're trash. That's why Cowboys fans are trash. You know, other teams in the NFC East, New York right. Giants fans. Now, here's the thing about Giants fans. This, this is what separates Giants fans from Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans get in your ear and act like the Cowboys are the team to beat no matter what. Their team is trash, they're the team to beat. Their team is good, they're the team to beat. Their team is average, they're the team to beat. 
Giants been trashed for some years now. Giants fans ain't said nothing. Kept quiet. Laid dormant. Haven't said a darn thing. Now the Cow- now the Giants fans come in. They win a game. They win a game against the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota, mm-hmm. and, and for you, for you, Mike Jones, as you well know, the Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings to me are what the Atlanta Falcons were to you for years. I'm glad you actually said that. Because we're going to talk about this, but we're going to come back to that. Okay. Because there was something else I saw in round one that made me think about that F word. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know, for a good eight-year, nine-year stretch, I called the Atlanta Falcons frauds. Mm-hmm. I called them frauds before anyone else I know called them frauds. You did. You did. You did. That's facts. That's big facts right there. I was. Mm-hmm. I, I have been there for a long time, and I... Like, I was I, calling I, them frauds I, I, before once, 28-3. Once upon a time, I tried to dispute you on that. I now mm-hmm. admit, that's that's one of those things I will gladly say, Mike Jones is right, I was wrong. And that's one of those, you know, Mike, Mike Jones is right. Mike Jones called the Falcons frauds before calling the Falcons frauds was in. And before the Falcons just became a bad franchise. Before when we were saying, hey, you know what? This is a team that's, this is a team that pretends to be good, but it's not good. Nah, to now they're just frauds. not good. Yeah, to now they're just not good. They're, yeah, they're, they're not frauds not anymore. They're just bad. Yeah, they they are but, what they are. They're not they're, they're a team that's not good, and they don't look good. But yeah, there are a couple teams in the first round of these playoffs that that showed themselves to have potential, have fraudulent potential. Okay. One of them is the team our opponent just beat. The, the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Like, said, these guys. I've said, that, I've said that for a little bit, too. Now, you not have. As long as you've said, not as long as you've said that. I feel, and, and I'll put this out there because this might be a little, this 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 might be, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dipping my toe into the hot take pool for a second. I have never been a fan of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, he played I, for I, the Redskins, I, so I wouldn't expect Yeah, he played for the Redskins. I I always felt like Kirk Cousins had a had an aura of great white hope to me. Somebody who fit the description, and for those listening to the podcast, not watching it on YouTube, I'm holding up the air quotes right there. He fit the description of your classic quarterback, your mm-hmm. traditional quarterback. And it felt like everything that he did, the basic things that he did, everyone wanted to treat like it was something revolutionary. To oh. me, Kirk Cousins has always just been a guy. Now, I'm going to be honest about Kirk Cousins. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a superstar quarterback by any stretch. You know, the term franchise quarterback gets thrown around way too loosely these days. Yeah, that is like true. When, when that term of franchise player or franchise quarterback began, mm-hmm. began its usage, it, it referred to someone who could carry the franchise. Yeah. Not Kirk just, Cousins ain't that dude. Not just the guy who the franchise decides to pay. Kirk Cousins ain't that dude, but there's still people who will go to, you know, the fire for that guy. And I don't now, get I'll, it. 
Now, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a terrible quarterback, but I don't think Kirk Cousins is a competent quarterback, but he's not a guy who elevates his team. He needs a team to elevate him. There are quarters. And, and go ahead. I'm sorry. Like you know, you'll see the like the true elite of the elite quarterbacks. They elevate their teams. Yeah. Like Pat Patrick Mahomes, he proved this season. Tyreek Hill, no Tyreek Hill. I'm setting records. I'm putting up numbers. I'm elevating the team. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys are few and far between. Everybody wishes they had one of those guys, but they're not that many out there. Kirk Kirk Cousins is a guy who's capable of playing the position well, but he's not the guy who's going to elevate the roster. He needs the roster to elevate him. And the problem in the NFL right now is that there are a lot of guys who need the roster to elevate them that get paid like guys who can elevate the roster. That is true. And if you if do I, that, your team's not going to get reach its goal. If I may steal a term from the young folks, Kirk Cousins is made. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk that's Cousins fair. Is made. And I just feel like when you have these conversations, when, when you have these conversations about the elite quarterbacks and you want to extend it past the top five, mm-hmm. I feel like the top five is the top five. Yeah. And some years, some, yeah. it may be top three, top four that are elite. Yeah. Just because like, I won't you, stretch it to five just to put five guys in the elite. Yeah. Category. But what, what I'm saying is when you get past the top five and you want to start talking about the top 10. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody who wants to shoehorn Kirk Cousins into that conversation. The top ten, and, yeah, maybe, but you're, but past your but top five, you're not. That's, but that's but past just your it. top what five, did, you're not really talking about elite. Yeah, but that's just it. What did you say? Maybe, maybe, maybe. and to me, people came too hard for Tur- for Kirk Cousins for you to say maybe, maybe top ten. But that's that's the other thing to consider is when we say when I say maybe, once like when we throw out that, that term elite, I don't call as many guys elite as everybody else does. You know, he's this that elite that he's this. nah. They're like three guys in the league right now. That's elite. That are uh, elite. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's the best of the best right now. Tom Brady's not really that guy anymore. He needs the roster around him more than he who, ever who, did. Who are, who are your elite quarterbacks right now? Right now, my elites, number one on the list, of course, Mahomes. is Mahomes. Joe Rogers, the elite? Rogers has Mahomes, elite talent. Mm-hmm. Everything that comes with Aaron Rodgers, that is is capable of knocking him off that elite label, but he has elite of elite skills. Okay. No question. Aaron Mahomes, Rodgers Mahomes has elite and Rogers skills. right now. Elite mm-hmm. Mahomes and Mahomes, Rogers, Josh Allen up in Buffalo. He he's he's streaky. Mm-hmm. If he were always if if he were as consistent as or. 
if a little more consistent, I could call Josh Allen that, but he's he's knocking on the door. And and, and Joe Burrow, he's knocking on the door. I just need to see a little bit more. Everything, so right now, you've been, but everything Joe you've Burrow is. Two. Mm-hmm. But you've now said two. Two. Elite is Mahomes and Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I said, and I said Rodgers has elite talent, but he's got yeah. some stuff on him too. So basically, that's one elite quarterback, three really strong maybes. Mm-hmm. For the for that elite. Yeah. To me, I feel like you know people try to shoehorn Kirk Cousins into that conversation. He's mid. Kirk Cousins is mid. And for the Giants to have beaten that team with their mid-quarterback, their suspect fan base. Because, look, man, as bad as much as we talk All about right. how bad the, the fans in the NFC East are, come on, man, Vikings fans, really? All right, from MiriamWebster.com, okay. the word Mid elite. is in the dictionary? No, oh, the, okay. word, the word elite okay. means the choice part. The best of a class. You know, th- those are the first two definitions. So if we're using the word elite, we can't. So if you're t- you got 30 guys, if you go past three, you're below the 90th percentile. Three is top 10 percent. You're not even at an A if you're, number four is not getting an A grade. Mm-hmm. How's that elite? So, yeah, yeah, you can't be elite with a B. Exactly, you can't be elite with a B. You can't be elite with a B. You Kirk know? Cousins is C plus, and the, and number three, at, you're at ninety percent. Even you know that's an A minus. That's why yeah. you're a maybe. I, I had yeah. two guys. That sounds yeah. about right. You know, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah. So I, I say all that to say, and we all we say all that to say, Kirk that, Cousins yeah, ain't that. Yes, yes. Giants fans feel like they back. Giants fans are back in the conversation. I haven't heard from Giants fans in years. The, the Giants fans, they had a fun little season. They Literally want a playoff game. Do you know a lot of Giants fans? You personally. I know a couple Giants fans. I do. Last I know time a few. Giants fans, last time a Giants fan talked trash to you. Has a Giants fan ever tried to talk trash to you since Eli played? Giants fans didn't talk a lot of trash to us when Eli played. Because their history against the Eagles wasn't that great, but no, no e- yeah, Eagles, Eagles had Eagles had some good moments against Eli. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, I still have not heard from a Giants fan, and I'm talking about Giants fans. Just talking, I've about heard Eagles. from like one. Shout out I've to heard- my man Fresh. He, you know, he he did. You know, I posted some Eagles stuff on, on this Instagram story. And he came back with the not this week, but it was just you know not, yeah, not yeah. nothing strong. Just oh yeah, you know. I know he's a, I know he's a legit fan of his team. I, know I won't disrespect that, but uh, yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot of chest pounding from the Giants. So the woman I went, woman I went to school with, woman I went to school with, good uh, consider a very good friend. I won't put her name out there, but. Uh, she always claims to be my daughter's godmother, but she's not. But you know, sometimes she, she, she. I don't know why she, she claims to be my daughter's godmother. She's not. But uh, she's from New York. She's from the Bronx. She represents PX. You know, you, you know how New York people are. They just, they represent their borough to the fullest. 
Mm-hmm. We'll talk trash about any New York team. We never hear from them during the season. Won't hear one peep out of them all baseball season. Come October, now they all Yankees. Yankees for life. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Same with the Giants. I have not, I've literally have not heard her say a thing about football in about three, four years. Now all she wants to talk about on Facebook is the Giants. Giants this, Giants that. That's what. That's my I, I issue got, with the Giants fans. You know, I, I got I, one I, more question for you because oh, 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 I, I know we're about quick, the high, I, this Giants talk is going to take us into the game. I got one uh-huh. more thing I got to bring get, go up to before we get into the game. Uh huh. I got I got to ask you this question. Yeah. Dougie P and the comeback Jags. What about? Did him? you see that? Did you see that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is Justin Herbert and the Chargers on the? Are they on their way to being frauds too? Yes, yes. That because I, I said I saw a couple teams that showed fraud yes. potential. Are, yes. the, are the Chargers yes. on their way to being yes. frauds? Because I know I the Philip Rivers Chargers were frauds. Remember what I, I said thought about Justin Kirk Herbert Cousins. had had potential to. Remember what I said about Kirk Cousins. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins being that having that great white height. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I I, I feel like. I feel like in certain cases, and I, and, I, and and this is a road I'm trying not to go too far down. Because it's, it's our it's, show. It's, we ha- we have room for nuance here. Let's we, go. We, we have room for nuance, but it's a road that I'm really, you know, it, 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 we don't, you know, I I don't want to spend all night on it. But I feel like there are certain quarter, there are quarterback, there are white quarterbacks. The media looks only, to make them stars. Yes, who only have to be average to get shoehorned into every star. Conversation. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk Cousins is a person like that, and I, I, I'm starting to believe Justin Herbert is, is is a player like that. Now, I will give Justin Herbert this: he has all the physical tools you need. He, yes. he he's he can move. Yes. He's got a rifle of an arm. Yes, he throws a nice ball. His mechanics yes. are sound. Yes, but at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. Yes, and, and the fact that. I understand everything with everything you say, everything mm-hmm. that you just said about Justin Herbert. I feel like people try to shoehorn him into that elite conversation that you just said a minute ago. When you just said there are three quarterbacks who can really, you know, when you look at the entire league, when you look at the averages, when you look at the percentages, it comes down to three quarterbacks that you could really consider elite. I feel like there's somebody every year who wants to put Justin Herbert into that conversation, whether he wins or not. That's fair. He is a little overhyped, but I I thought personally that he was good enough with the talent they had around him to win that football game against the Jaguars and make it interesting against whoever they would have seen the week after. I feel To be fair, I think I was right. Watching that game, I came out of that game thinking the Chargers were the better team. Uh They just lost. I, I think they, you know, they're a good team. They're a good team that doesn't necessarily know how to win. Okay. And they came up against a team who does. A coach who's won a Super Bowl. 
quarterback, a quarterback is just as young. A, a, a young quarterback. He's won a national championship won. in college. He's won a national he's won. championship. He's a kid is, has been a winner through his career. Yeah. A kid but, who's done nothing but win. Who's done but he's just but as young, and he's he's had some real low moments in the league so far. Yeah. You know, he ha- he started the, his – Trevor Lawrence started his NFL career with being coached by the guy who got me to say Chip Kelly's name again. Dude, I'm, I'm I'm drinking. You almost made me spit out my, my my drink on my microphone. Like he was being coached by the guy who got me to say Charles Edward Kelly's name again. <laughs> that is true. That was a debacle. But he's gone. Because prior to Urban Meyer, Kelly was the worst coach in NFL history to me. Yeah, I can't call him that anymore. That was a tra- that was a train wreck, bro. Mm-hmm. An absolute train wreck, bro. So for him to come back, first playoff game, down 27 nothing. Like it was 27 nothing. Like, do you understand the math on 27 to nothing? Like one team has 27. Like all 27. Other team ain't got nothing. The other team ain't got nothing. Other team ain't got nothing. No, no, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. How you lose that 31-3? Like, I don't... (laughs) That means for the rest of the game, you got... You got outscored thirty-one. You lost thirty-one thirty. You got outscored thirty-one three. Let me let me ask you let me ask you a question. After being up twenty-seven nothing. After as as a long time, like run the ball, bro. As short in the as, game as a long time Philadelphia resident. Hmm. Eagles blow a twenty-seven. Uh, uh, Eagles blow a a, a twenty four or twenty seven was it twenty seven nothing twenty seven nothing mm-hmm. Eagles blow a twenty seven nothing lead in the playoffs in the playoffs what's happening if they blow a twenty seven nothing lead in the preseason there might be some talk <laughs> on the radio the next day you blow a twenty seven nothing lead in the regular season. People are calling for the coach's job. Mm-hmm. No, you're, if, you're... The, if the Eagles blew a 27-0 lead in the playoffs it, and the lead was blown entirely in the second half when you could have took the air out the ball and killed the clock, oh, man, it's, it, it, it really might be a riot. If there I, will be protesters that blow, no one care the next day. They're calling the for the e- coach's job. They're calling for the OC's job. They're calling for the DC's the job. They're calling a, for the quarterback's job. If the Eagles blew a 27 to nothing lead, if I may quote late 90s philosopher, the notorious B.I.G., somebody's got to die. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Look, that's, that's not being harsh. That's not overstating it. Somebody has to lose their life. Somebody's got to go. 
Somebody's got to go. And the fact, and the fact that Coach still has a job, right? For now, Coach still has a job in San Diego. Yeah, head coach still has his job for now. The OC has been fired already. I wouldn't be surprised if the DC gets fired soon too. Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni blows a twenty-four, uh, a twenty-seven nothing lead in the playoffs. He coming back as coach? No. Agreed. You th- the Philly Agreed. fans wouldn't allow it. Six ten and ninety seven five. Their phone lines would be on fire. Mm-hmm. In fact, our phone. We don't even have phone lines. Our phone lines would be on fire. They'd be calling every radio show, every podcast, every news show. It wouldn't matter if they talk sports or not. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. So Vikings, they're fraudulent. Chargers smelling I, like fraudulent. They're smelling like it. I still have hope for them that they could they could try to get they can try to get over the hump maybe next but year. But they're, they're but they're still smelling like fraudulent a little bit. Yeah, they're they're smelling like smelling like it. Anybody else got the anybody else got the odor of some fraudulence on them after week one? Before we before we uh really jump into this Eagles Giants thing. I mean. Cowboys fans, of course. I mean that the Cowboys, they're them. But based yeah. on performance on the field, no, not yet. They the, smacked around Tom. I think Brady. the Bill. I, I think the Bills Tom. might be a little overrated, but I wouldn't call them frauds. Okay. Okay. I think I just enough. think they're overrated. Okay. Because what they show you on the field, uh-huh. set to me says they're a very good, not great team. But they get talked about like they're a great team. Great team, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I agree. And that Vaughn Miller loss for them is big as well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we got a game going on in Philly this we week. We do have a game. We we do have a game. Finally, finally, Eagles are playing. Feels like a long time since we've seen this team really play, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Are you afraid or does the layoff scare you at all? See, here's the thing about the layoff. It was two weeks without Jalen Hurts out of the last three weeks of the regular season. He played in week 18, week 18 in a very pared down version of the offense. And then he went back on another, another buy for, doesn't play again for another two weeks. So the potential for rust is high. Yeah. Like the potential for errors and timing and false starts and things like of that nature early in the game, that's high. But what I will say is that I absolutely How can I say this? All right, let's let's go through it this way. Okay. Hertz versus Jones. Even if we say Hertz is at, let's call it 80, not 88%. Or Daniel Jones, who you rather have? I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. Okay. I, I feel like 
Daniel Jones is 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 flirting with that Kirk Cousins type of conversation. I mean, he's been I like, he's been greatly inf- uh, improved under Dable. He's da- he's played better ball. Dable's the guy who fixed Josh Allen, and then now he got the Giants' job, and he pe- appears to be doing a good job with Daniel Jones. Three hundred in the air, two t- touchdowns, seventy rushing. And, and I, those are good and numbers. I feel like people are itching. They haven't really yet. They flirted with the idea, but I feel like people are itching to to uh, he, people are itching to shoehorn him into that great. Well, I won't say elite. Nobody, nobody is saying that Justin uh, that that Daniel Jones is elite. I'm not saying but, that, but, but they're trying like, to make him a top uh, upper half like guy who can be the long term starter, good to very good type of guy. And I don't know that he's that yet. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get like what people, you're saying. People are people are itching to kind of shoehorn him into that conversation, and I'm not quite sure if I'm there yet. And I feel like, but but I feel like on the flip side, part of the problem with that, part of the Part of the issue with that is that some of Daniel Jones's best moments, some of the moments that kind of help them, that help fuel that argument, fuel that conversation, mm-hmm. come from games against the Eagles. <laughs> like he's had, he's had some good games. He's had some good moments against the Eagles. So as yeah. much as I want to say. As much as I want to call him overrated, as much as I want to say he's not as good as he as people make him out to be, they could show a whole bunch of highlights of Daniel Jones versus the Eagles that would counter that argument. He doesn't have a lot of final scores versus the Eagles that counter that argument. But, and... but there, there's a highlight reel to be made of Daniel Jones versus the Eagles. I mean. Yeah, that can be done. I'll give you that. He has had some of his best moments in the league against the Eagles. But he hasn't had a lot of great moments in the league at all prior to this year. So, and and even in this year, they spent the first half of the year letting Saquon carry them while Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball spent some time working out his issues, getting him more efficient, getting rid of mistakes. And then towards the end of the year, they they started to open him up a little more. So it wasn't like he was out here gunslinger Jones all year. And that, that's not what we saw from Daniel Jones this season. So, yeah, they opened him up, things up for him towards the end of the year. And he seems to have made a lot of progress. That does not mean he's ready for a defense that got you 70 sacks and led the league in turnover differential. That is true. That's a a different atmosphere. In Philly? Like, in Philly? Like, we just saw Philly's playoff run. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we Philly's World Series run. We saw how passionate, how hard these fans rooted for the Phillies. Guys were signing in the offseason because they want to be a part of that. Yes. 
Does this does this town love the Phillies more than they love the Eagles? No. No. This do you is think it? Eagles. Do you think it's close? No. 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 And it hasn't been close. And this is something I've said for a long time. Phillies so what do you their, think this crowd is their be... opportunity to make this a Phillies town a long time ago? It'll, it'll never mm-hmm. go back. Now exactly. that the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, and now that fans can, now that fans have that etched in their memory, mm-hmm. that Eagles trophy, fans, the Philly special. To, yeah, Eagles fans have to become what Dallas fans are now for the Phillies to get an opportunity to to reclaim this town. So, with that being said. What do you think that environment's going to be like for the Giants coming into it's Lincoln going, Financial Field oh, on Saturday going, night? Look, a prime uh, time game at the link in the oh, playoffs? It's going, no, it's going to be magic. It's going to be magic. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Where are we going? When AJ, when AJ Brown first signed here, AJ Brown, when we first got AJ Brown and we had that public practice at the link. Mm hmm. And, and he was he thought it was crazy. Yo, he thought it was crazy. It was like 16,000 fans for practice. Mm-hmm. For practice. He was thought he, you know, like, like he turned into Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna, yo, the link is gonna be crazy. A home playoff game is the number one C. But uh. and I feel like, but but that's for for me, I I feel like. That is part of the pressure is on the the if if you're going to say that there is pressure on the Eagles, I feel like that pressure comes from getting too full of themselves, but playing the down one to their playing down to their opponent, and I I see that and I give you that. That's one of those things about this team in particular, this year's version of the Eagles, that makes them a very, very likable team. When they've been healthy this year, they came out and played every game. Like Even when they weren't healthy, they came out and played hard every game. Agreed. The only game I would say they actually looked flat would have been the Saints game. Okay. There were some games where they struggled early, but it wasn't it was never because I didn't see intensity or I didn't think they were playing hard. The Saints game, that game was like, yeah, y'all looked flat. Mm-hmm. Like y'all just came out expecting to beat the Saints. But be- beyond that, this team they've been ready to play. And that's a they credit to the coaching staff and to the leadership and members of the roster, the players, all of them. They're, they, and that, that's one of the things that makes this a very likable group. I feel like I one, will say, though, I felt like they were having more fun earlier in the year. Like, there's, there hasn't been what happened to Batman, you know, and all those things. Like, that part of it, I, I wish they'd get back to a little bit, have some fun out there. And, I, and, and honestly, I think that just, I think that will come along with however this game goes. If they're able to to handle their business, I think the fun will come back. Okay. 
You know, if they're able to come out, have some success early, and that success translates from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Because I feel like we both know, we both we both know from watching this team that if they if they play like they played all season, if they do what what they have proven that they can do all season long, this should not be that this shouldn't be difficult. And that's not to take away from the Giants. That's not to make light of the Giants. The Giants are, are st- the Giants are a playoff football team. They've come into this game. They having won a road playoff game. You know, say whatever you want to say about the uh, about the Vikings. That's still you know that's still an NFL team. Mm-hmm. They won thirteen games this year. Thirteen. It's games. a that's good NFL team. Wins. They went on the road and beat a thirteen win team like, on the road. Yeah, bad teams don't win thirteen games. Any way you cut it. Whatever you think about the quarterback as a team, that's a good team. Yes, yes. So it's not like so. That's not you know. I I make light of the giant. I make I am not making light of the Giants at all. However, I do not believe that when you line these two teams up and you take the strengths of the Eagles against the strengths of the Giants, you take the weaknesses of the Eagles. And I agree with you completely. The giants, uh, and that- the giants, Eagles should be a better team. The Eagles should win this game. And we got a little carried away with the Daniel Daniel Jones talk, but that was initially where I planned to go with the position-by-position comparisons. If you line it up, end of the day, I flat out just don't think the Giants have the talent to beat this Eagles roster unless the Eagles come out not flat but making mistakes. Turnovers are the one thing I think that could – if the Eagles come out and turn fumbles, a couple interceptions, something like that, they that's something that's hard for any team to overcome except the Jacksonville Jaguars who at one point had Asante Samuel Jr. as their leading receiver and can somehow figured out a way to win, win anyway sometimes i feel like i feel like the eagles try to outsmart themselves mhm and although I'm 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 not an NFL coach, I don't pretend to be. I don't think that I am. You know, it, it is what it is. I I sit in my basement and, and talking to a mic with my with my man for free. It's what I do. I'm not a coach either, but I agree with you. I already know where you're going. I agree with you. No, but but, but I, I I say I say this to say, so uh, like. Mm-hmm. The Giants are statistically a team that has struggled to stop the run. Mm-hmm. I and said I, I know like, where you're going. I I knew where you're going. Was, you and I have done this for a while, man. We we you know like 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 we're, we we have a rapport. The Eagles are a team. They they have a decent running game. They are a team. They're a team that uses the run to, to. No, okay, that's fair, but I don't want to. They use the running game to a decent level. I don't want to say they have a decent running game. They have one of the best, if not the best, running game in the league. They just don't utilize it as as they should. I feel, but I I feel like part of that problem. And and part of the issue with that 
is that I feel like they believe that their running game is good enough that they can fall back on it at any time. Whereas you would think that a team like the Giants that struggles to stop the run, one of the the teams at the bottom of the league when it comes to stopping the run, when it comes to Mm -hmm. run defense, you would think that you would go out and you would then just pound the ball on the ground down their throats the whole entire (coughs) game. And, you know, it's like the Eagles will want to do – I'm afraid that the Eagles will try to do just opposite. Because, see, here's the thing. You can picture Steichen and Sirianni in the room game planning and saying, oh, yeah, they're they're number 27 that gets the run. So they're probably going to load up and have eight in the box in the first half. So we we need to have this 11 personnel and be throwing it all over the field because they're going to have eight in the box instead of just taking advantage of the fact they're bad against the run. We're good with the run. Let's just test the basics early. Yeah, they'll try I mean, to they'll try to overthink it and be and they want to be cute and try to overthink it. Yeah, I, I, it's like look, mm-hmm. they're bad against the run. They're twenty seven, twenty eighth against the run. Mm-hmm. So that run is always going to be there. So let's come out here. Let's start flinging the ball downfield. Let's start throwing long bombs and seeing what we can get. To, let's let's see what we can get in the air. So when they then start to pull men back and not stack up, not stack the box, then we can start running because it will be easier. When it's just like no, it's the just, opposite. Just, I mean, Run the, the thing the thing is with for, with this Eagles team. You have the best right tackle in the league, who is possibly the best tackle in the league, but definitely the best right tackle in the league. Okay. You have Pro Bowl alternate at the right guard position. You have the best center in the league. Yes. And you have two literal giants a pro bowler and a pro bowl alternate on the left side. Yes. Let them go hit people. It's an, it's one thing if you're working with an average line. You have a line that makes the run game easy. Like that line can they're capable of going out and physically dominating 90% of teams lines in the league. If you just let them go straight ahead and hit people, they'll dominate 90% of defensive lines in the league. Pound this team. Mm-hmm. Pound this team into submission. That's what I need. Pound this team into submission. That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Pound this team into submission. Then you start throwing then yeah. you start throwing them bombs to Devontae. Then you start throwing them bombs to AJ AJ Brown. Exactly. I, that's what I need. Like, n- don't just say they got eight in the box we're throwing. Run anyway early. Make them overcommit to the run and give you easy throws. Mm-hmm. You know, take advantage of the balance this offense this offense has. Give your give your quarterback some runs. 
keep him keep him upright. Now I do have a question though. What's up? What are you expecting to see from a diminished Lane Johnson? Are you are you expecting to see real Lane Johnson out here? Do you think eighty percent Lane Johnson's enough? I, I mean, we know it's not going to be a. I, we, we know, we know that it's not going to be hundred percent. We know hundred percent Lane Johnson's out of the question. Right. We're not going to see hundred percent Lane Johnson this season. This postseason, that's just that. That's just the way. That's it is. yeah. That's not on the table. That's that's the reality of it. But do you However, think eighty percent Lane Johnson's enough? Yes. Yes. Especially if, especially if they lighten his load by running the ball, by a healthy dose of Miles Sanders, a lot of run to the left side behind Dickerson and Matalata. Yeah. A lot of Miles Sanders, a lot of boys. Let Boston Scott earn that that name of uh, of giant killer. I That's like what it. I would love to see. Love to see people say, "Hey, mate, I I would love to come to you next week and be like, hey, maybe Miles Sanders was the best running back on those Penn State teams.'" I, I I know that's BS. I understand that, but I'm saying we're fans, so therefore <laughs> let me you know indulge me in a little bit of uh of uh, uh, you know. Oh, that was funny. Uh, look, yeah, I mean, it, it, indulge me in that. But let me come back up here next week and be like, maybe Miles Sanders was the best running back at Penn State all those years. <laughs> maybe, maybe Saquon should have been backing up Miles Sanders. <laughs> oh, maybe man. it should have been the other way around. It's a fun thought. Would love to would love to see Miles Sanders earn that new that new contract this week. Hmm. I don't even want to start thinking about contracts. I know no, how he's a wizard with a cat, but he's got his work out, cut out for him next offseason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that, that is true. Well, that's we'll cross, that's gonna be we'll a, cross some, that bridge when you get there, though. That'll be some fun conversations after we after the playoffs are done because there'll, there'll be a lot of moving parts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, next. Next season, next season. So yeah, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Let's let's hope we have a long time to enjoy this season. Mm-hmm. Now let's move to let, let let me move to the other side of the ball real quick. You know, we've talked about Daniel Jones. We've talked about who he is as a player, what people think of him. But however, we still need to talk about how to defend him. How this defense will defend him. Who's he throwing to? Guys. Who's in our... Like, what's our secondary look like this year? Well, not going to have Avante Maddox. Looks like Avante Maddox is out. Who's he throwing to? The teams that have taken... The teams that have taken advantage of the Eagles during the Maddox... And Gardner Johnson absences. That was the thing. It was when both of them were out. Gardner Johnson's yes. back. Yes. The middle, Bradbury's they, back too. Bradbury. Mm-hmm. But when they were both out, it was the the middle of the field. It was, became exposed. Yes. And Gardner Johnson's out there. 
Blankenship has shown himself to be an actual NFL player. We're not he's gonna go out. Yeah, we're not gonna call him all star or anything, no, but, no, no, he's, but a, he's a player. He's a capable he's a player. player. So I don't expect the middle of the field to be as vulnerable. And those teams that did take advantage of the middle of the field against this had guys like CD Lamb in the slot. Like these are teams with or the rookie Chris Olave with the same, like these are very good wide receivers. Who's Daniel Jones throwing to again? He's throwing the guys. He's exactly. got guys. His guys. His guys. Exactly. So if you're not telling me he's throwing to high level receivers, I'm not really worried about them exposing the middle of the field. Saquon, he could quite frankly have a good game, and I still wouldn't be worried. I just don't think the Giants have enough talent. Mm. But, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like, and it's an extension of what we kind of talked about with the mm-hmm. offensive line, getting behind that offensive line and just letting that offensive line eat. That defensive line's got to eat. That front seven's got to eat. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, they got to be in Daniel Jones's face all game. And I think they will be. Get that man's uniform nice and dirty. I, and I think it's going to show up in two ways. I, th- yeah. I think you'll see some sacks, sacks in the stat sheet, but I also think you'll see some pressures that make Daniel Jones rush some throws that'll turn into interceptions for the secondary on the back end. Gardner Johnson's proven himself to be a ball hawk this season. Yes, Slay and Bradbury – Best corner combination in the league, in my opinion, this year. Yes. yes. So. Need to see all that. And I think we will. Definitely need to see all that. I need to see pressure on the quarterback. I need to see Daniel Jones. Josh Sweat healthy. Josh Sweat, yes. Um, he, you know, Actually, I'm from what I'm hearing, the only person with an injury designation today was Avante Maddox still. Yes. Everyone, else, thir- everyone else is Thursday, back. Yeah. Everybody played. Everybody practiced. Everybody's mm-hmm. good. Everybody's so, good to go. So that pass rush, all those bodies will be fresh, and you're able to rotate all of them in and out and keep the pressure coming. Agreed. Agreed. Just like the interior, the edge, the linebackers, everybody's ready to go. So you're feeling pretty good about this game. You're feeling pretty good about uh, Saturday night. I am. I got it 31 30. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's what I got. You got 31 13. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me grab a pen real quick. Let me write that down. 31 10 for my man Jonesy. Got the pen and paper out. Here we go. 31 13. Threes and ones. I like that. I'm going 33-20. That's what I'm feeling right now. We'll see. We'll talk about and we'll talk about it all next week. Well, absolutely. We'll talk about it all next week. So we both had the Eagles winning. Who are the Eagles going to play in the NFC Championship game? 49ers. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Cowboys season comes to an end. Yeah. 49. 40- is it close? 
Do the 49ers crush the Cowboys? I think the 49ers cover the four-point spread that they're favored by. So I think they that means I think they win by a touchdown at least. I don't I won't say it's a blowout, but I think they win by at least a full touchdown. I need it to be a blowout. Because if um, it's, if if it's anywhere within a touchdown, because we just we just finished talking about how Cowboys fans feel like every year. But I will year, say this about the 49ers you know, because that they're the team that makes me as nervous as anyone in the league. Because if you look at how their team is built, their roster construction is very similar to the Eagles roster yes. construction. He's strong on both lines. Yes. Lots of high-level playmakers on the offense. Yes. You're you're paying your quarterback next to nothing so you can load up on both sides of the ball. Yes. And Brock Purdy is the reason why people thought the Eagles would be good with Gardner Minshew. Because <laughs> both those rosters are very are, are really similar. They're like loaded rosters. But the difference is yeah. Brock Purdy doesn't go out there and turn it over. Like if, if Gardner Minshew had gone out there and played clean games, the Eagles would have blown people out with them like they did against the Jets last year. But because this year he came out and turned the ball over, he he put the games in you know at risk. Like we said earlier, turnover is a that's a great equalizer in football. But yeah, Brock, you're right. Like you get somebody to play. Brock Purdy's been playing on the Eagles. The Eagle. That's the argument people were making when they said, "Well, the like you could throw anybody in there," and they like they were imagining Brock Purdy with the 49ers. As long as you don't turn it over, this team can win because they're that good. All right. So that means next week, next week when you and I jump on here, we power these mics on, we turn on the Facebook, we turn on the YouTube, we turn on the Twitter. I'll be getting ready for a good Eagles football 40, game. Eagles 49ers. Eagles 49ers and Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs Oh, you got the Bills losing? I got the Bills losing. Okay, all right. I got the Chiefs losing too, but that's for next week. I got the Chiefs losing to the Bengals too, but that's next, not till next week. I think the Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. Oh boy, oh boy. Joe Burrow's so the real Eagles, thing. So, so when when the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl, are we then following up on on a conversation you and I had on this podcast a couple of weeks ago with Gary Cobb trying to hit him up, trying to see if we can stay in his suite so we can do podcasts on the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> I'm with I it. I hear you. I hear you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the world famous Jonesy and Brown show. That's Mike Jones. That's John Brown. I am. I am John Brown. Remember, you can hit us up. Tell us what you think of this podcast. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Jonesy and Brown. Jonesy and Brown. Or you can hit us up at B-I-E-W Sports. Remember, you can download this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Just go to B-I-E-W Enjoy the divisional round. Enjoy that beatdown that the Eagles are going to put on the New York football giants. 
enjoy the beatdown that the San Francisco 49ers are going to put on the Dallas Cowboys, and we don't have to hear from Dallas Cowboys fans again until next week. Enjoy that. Love that. Cherish that. Dallas stinks. Yeah, they do. They stink and their fans stink. Tell them I said, you got a problem with me. Uh, you know this person? I'm gonna throw their 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 comment up. Uh, Rashika said we're going to the bowl. Uh, I'm assuming she needs the bowl. Absolutely. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That Super Bowl Jonesy Brown special will be epic. We'll have all the guests. We'll have all the stars with us because that you know we're who they want to talk to. You enjoy your sports. You enjoy football some point in time we'll talk basketball but right now the eagles are just too good it's been crazy we're we're in january, in january and we've barely we're talked eight, the sixers this season joel and b is mad with us right now <laughs> we'll get James to you Hart no is mad with us right now because we just haven't had a chance to talk a lot of basketball but we'll get to it next y'all enjoy the weekend we'll be back next week peace y'all hey, you feeling this podcast to hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown. Brown.